0: This podcast should not replace contact with your sponsor, your involvement with StepWork, or participation in the fellowship. Please use this podcast as another resource toward our collective growth as addicts in recovery. We're simply addicts seeking recovery. Nothing more, and for sure, nothing less. Now let's get started.
1: Hi, everyone. I'm Jason S., and I am an addict. This is the Just For Today daily meditation reading for August 23rd, titled Decision Making. Before we got clean, most of our actions were guided by impulse. Today, we are not locked into this type of thinking. Basic Text, page 90. Life is a series of decisions, actions, and consequences. When we were using, our decisions were usually driven by our disease, resulting in self-destructive actions and dire consequences. We came to see decision-making as a rigged game, one we should play as little as possible. Given that, many of us have great difficulty learning to make decisions in recovery. Slowly, by working the 12 steps, we gain practice in making healthy decisions, ones that give positive results. Where our disease once affected our will and our lives, we ask our higher power to care for us. We inventory our values and our actions, check our findings with someone we trust, and ask the God of our understanding to remove our shortcomings. In working the steps, we gain freedom from the influence of our disease, and we learn principles of decision-making that can guide us in all our affairs. Today our decisions and their consequences need not be influenced by our disease. Our faith gives us the courage and direction to make good decisions and the strength to act on them. The result of that kind of decision-making is a life worth living. Just for today. I will use the principles of the 12 steps to make healthy decisions. I will ask my higher power for the strength to act on those decisions.
0: In today's episode, we'll discuss the Just for Today meditation with our guest, Kyle W. Hey, Kyle, welcome to the Anonymous podcast.
2: Hey, how's it going? Thanks for having me.
0: I'm glad you can make it, bro. So Kyle, could you tell us your clean date, where you attend meetings, and could you give your home group a shout out?
2: um my clean date is June 16th 2019 i attend meetings in the capital area the raleigh area and my home group is primary purpose we meet monday and wednesdays at 7:30 uh, p.m.
0: All right, thanks cal now we're going to transition to the just for today so cal can you share your thoughts on decision making
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, First and foremost, I just I want to thank Douglas for having me on. This is really a cool and neat opportunity. But, um, man, my life before I came into the program was riddled with bad decision making. You know, for me, it started at a young age, just, you know, always seemed to make the wrong choice. You know, people around me seemed to to just get things a little bit different than I was. And um, that's kind of how I knew I was an addict you know, at a young age, um, I was like, they talk about, I was an addict ever before that put a drug or a drink per se in my body. And, um, when I introduced myself to that, that, you know, my drug of choice, man, that light bulb just went off inside me and and nothing else ever else mattered in my life. And, And I can remember, um, jails and institution and I thank God death has never been a part of my story but definitely jails and institutions are a huge part of my story and I had gotten into some trouble and um, I went to school when I was younger and you know God allowed me the opportunity to become a nurse and uh, I was in working in the field and I remember I got into some trouble um, nothing related to the field but just got caught doing something I shouldn't have been doing and I got put on probation and I just remember, like, still thinking I could get over on the system, and um, long story short, I ended up having to pay the price, per se, you know, I had to accept the consequences of my actions, and um, I remember being able to try to, like, drink three, four, five, six gallons of water before I would go in and try to take a, a urine screen, and just thinking to myself, like, man, I, I, can, get the, I can get over on this, and that was even before I was introduced to the program. Um, so I just thought it was normal. I just thought I I liked to party a little bit too much, you know, and boy, was I wrong. Um, I heard, you know, recently that, you know, we're always just one bad decision away from a completely different life. You know, if I choose to do something, you know, not kill somebody on the road, like my life could look totally different. And, because of this program and the 12 Steps of Narcotics Anonymous, it gives me a tool and it gives me an avenue and an outlet to try to help center these decisions. Because if I'm left to my own devices, 10 times out of 10, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make the wrong choice. And uh, when I first got in here, you know, my first sponsor told me, he was like, look, like, I'm not your friend. I'm not your buddy. I'm here to get you through the 12 Steps. And I kind of took that offensively because, you know, I had seen like everybody around me, they were like really close with their sponsor and I, and I wanted that I wanted that love mm-hmm. I wanted that feeling and and I was like well why why that why is this guy why is he doing that like but through time our relationship and our friendship blossomed to where man I could bounce anything off of them you know the first little bit that I was sober I was probably 9 months 7 8 somewhere in between there sober and and I remember that the federal government had a had come in and they had, they had taken all of my money. I I couldn't believe it, man. I was working hard. I was saving money, just getting back on my feet. And they came in and they took all my money. Well, what had happened was, you know, most people, you know, I can speak for myself, but most people in society, they don't forget to pay their bills. You know, me as an addict, like (laughs) that's, that's the last thing I do. And I had just forgot to pay my student loan, you know, for years. And they started seeing that I, I was bringing in some income and every bit that I had saved, I had lost. And I remember sitting in the Hardy's parking lot, calling my sponsor being like, man, what do I do? What do I do? Like I just, every instinct in me wanted to get a case of the essence You know, I just wanted to run, go back to my old behaviors and mm. everything else like that. And I remember him laughing. Right. I, and I'm like this mother, you know, like this dude is laughing and I'm going through some serious stuff. And he's like, I love it when, when shit like this pops up in your life. And I'm like, why would you wish harm on anybody? He's like, because now you have the opportunity and the, the the choice to make the right decision. And he went on to explain that farther. And pretty much what he said is like, you know, as we grow in this program and we grow around people and we start to trust people, um, our decision-making starts to get turned a little bit more towards the positive because, For me speaking, growing up, you know, it had been a long time since I had made the right decision, even, even in anything in my life, like it just didn't matter. I just felt like we talk about it in the literature. It talks about like, i like, I forget which page it is, but it's, it's in the first three chapters. And what it goes on to say is like, we tend to make the wrong decision. We are trapped in this sick, vicious cycle to where we're completely helpless and hopeless it talks about, like, we're playing a lose-lose game, and that's how I felt. So when I came to this program, and I didn't have to make big choices and big decisions in my life, you know, that was a reward for me. I felt, like, completely at ease, and I felt Mm -hmm. confident that I was going to be okay, you know, because people who had come before me were doing the exact same thing as me, and that was just such a huge relief to me. And it doesn't matter, you know, in my honest opinion, it doesn't matter if you're one day sober or you've got 20 or 30 years, man, like we have practiced the people that the only difference in my opinion is the people with longer time. They have more experiences in making the right decisions. They have more time to practice these things because like I said, when I first got here, man, I couldn't, I couldn't choose red or blue per se. You know, it had to, hey, be Kyle, let course. me,
0: let me jump in real quick here and, and because we might have some listeners and so Kyle, um, you you said, you know, hey, you know, getting sober, um sober this and that. And and uh, um, you know, some of our listeners may say, Hey, hold on now, hold on, you know, let let's let let's bring it back to being clean. And there's sometimes that that the dialect that's that's commonly accepted in different pockets of recovery around um, you know, sometimes sober and clean are used kind of interchangeably or anything like that. So I just wanted to I wanted to address that in case we have some listeners who were saying, um well fuck it, I'm turning the podcast off now. Yeah. Kyle Kyle says sober. So well I guess yeah. if they if they chose to do that, they wouldn't be listening to this part of it then, huh? So Yeah, yeah, they would have they would've dipped out already. <laughs> but anyways, man, so 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 you're at so um you look at people who, who have many years clean or or one day clean and you say and so your perspective is um could you pick up from there?
2: Yeah, so my perspective is that since they have more clean time, they have more you know, it's life experiences that, that I have. So I tend to lean on that. And that's all about me making networks and, and connections in this, in this program. It's like, Hey man, like, I don't know what to do. Like in this situation, like my bills are backed up or, or anything, like, this is what I used to do, you know, what should I do? And that's, that's where this, these friendships and this love and this program start to like flourish. You know, like mm-hmm. when I'm able to get honest with myself and the people around me, that's when this, the true growth and happiness of this program starts to happen. And it wasn't until, you know, I, I found a, a higher power, you know, of my understanding and for just my purpose, I, I, I relate to that as God, um, that until I built that relationship with God, that he gives me the strength you know, and, and I trust him each day to make the right choice, that I'm making the right choice, am I in the right career field, am I doing enough work on myself, do I have the right people around me, these are all questions that fill my head each and every day, and, you know, in the literature, it talks about the opposite of fear, and it gives all of these characters, you know, these things that I struggle with each day, and it gives it the opposite of it, you know, like the opposite of fear, you know, the opposite of just, everything you can think of and this program is just a it's a guide in a process if i'm allowing it to work you know what i mean like it don't mean anything to me that like you know my higher power it chooses to lay all these things on my heart and my soul if i'm not willing to put the you know feet to the pavement and actually move towards the right direction because you know basically what happened to me in the past is like i'd be sitting there with some clean time just still miserable and, I, and and it wasn't until I realized, like, hey, like, it doesn't stop when I, you know, made the decision, you know, to stop getting high. You know, I have right, to make the decision right, right. to better myself and, yeah, you good, know, bro. work these programs because, I mean, I could be sitting here with X, Y, Z amount of clean time and, and it doesn't matter if I'm still, like, not taking care of my financial responsibility. And basically, none of that, none of that really means anything to me because, like, when I look back at it, man, like I used to like pray for a better job and like ask for these relationships, like things with my family. Right. And here I am today and I catch myself. I start complaining about that. I'll complain about my job. I'll complain about my family. I'll complain about my bills. And I just remember like how selfish of me. Right. Like that's such an addict of me because it's like, shit, like this is the things that I wanted in my life. And now I'm sitting here today. Complaining about the things that I have. And it wasn't. <laughs> it, it wasn't until I realized, like, hey, man, like you got to do some work on yourself. You got to admit that you know you were powerless over drugs and your life had become unmanageable. You got to look at yourself, look at all the things that you've done to the people. You know, acknowledge the character defects. Like, what makes me me? You know, mm. then you have to make a conscious effort to work on that. And you know, the steps are placed in an order. In that order. You know, I'm glad I wasn't the one that wrote them because I would have done one in 12. You know, I can admit I got a problem and I'm ready to go help every other person. (laughs) Hey, that's what I've done, man. It's like, I'm so selfish. I'm, I'm a two-stepper, like one in 12 That's that's because I, I'm, I want to. I haven't heard in that in a
0: really long time. Yeah. a Really, really long time. That's an old uh, southwestern Pennsylvania. I've heard that term. Shoot, it's probably been eighteen years or something. A two stepper, one in twelve. That's good. Mm-hmm. let me dig into a couple of things. Fine. And and uh, um, so, so I agree with you. I think that you know, as you know, as we stay clean and we work on ourselves, then we're able to to become responsible in our finances, in our love life, in our profession. I would, I would like to, to bring up though that, you know, there, there's been, there's been seasons of my recovery, um, now I got clean in 2000 and there in, 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 through these different seasons, you know, I my career has changed. Um, you know, I'm divorced twice. So, <laughs> so, so, you know, that, that, that kind of situation has, has changed And then there's been times when I've been flat broke too. So, so just to put it in perspective, you know, staying clean and the freedom that we get from the bondage of active addiction doesn't necessarily mean we're going to have a rock and roll career, you know, that our marriage is going to work out and that we're going to have a, a a bank account that's, you know, that's pretty healthy. It it puts us a lot better, you know, a lot better set up to achieve those things clean for sure, you know, for sure. And so and so with that, Kyle, I'd like to ask you, what does healthy decision making, you know, if we if we bring it back to the JFT, what does healthy decision making look like for you? You you had gave us the backdrop of, you know, why you're using, you know, you you very poor decision making, impulse kind of controlled, and the same for me and and, and our listeners are listening in. So um, to the folks who who are listening, Kyle, could you share um, so w- what does that healthy decision making process look like? for you now
2: yeah um absolutely uh healthy decision making in today's world for me means like i'm able able to look at an issue or a problem analyze it and just in trust trust that i'm making the right decision i bounce big decisions off of people you know i I look Mm -hmm. at the bigger picture it's not just you know um it's not just a split decision. I always pause and I take a, take a second. Now, if I'm talking about making my breakfast or something, you know, that's, but I'm talking about like here recently, I just made the decision to purchase a new vehicle. So I talked with people in my network, I ran the numbers and it it was a big scary thing. It was like an adult, first adult thing I've ever done. And I bounced it off a bunch of people, people who are close to me because I didn't know, you know, like the addict in me was just, didn't feel good enough. Didn't think it was right. Well, what if this happens? What if that happens? Mm. And instead of just trusting, you know, to sum it all up and to bring it all back, man, like trusting like good decision-making for me is trusting God's will. And that and that's bottom line wrapped up in a bow. That's what it comes down to. And God, you know, the, the God of my understanding speaks to me in, in different ways. It might be a situation. Mm. It might be a person. It might be a place or a feeling you know and it sounds kind of quirky and a little bit weird but like that's just my personal experience with it like no man I
0: feel that yeah yep, I feel that man my spirit responds to that too um and 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 I'm always looking for you know in in my prayer most of the time is you know for higher power please impress upon my spirit the right thing for me to do in this situation you know and that prayer has been passed down from me for people who are clean a lot longer than me you know, and who showed me how to do this deal, but, but yeah, that's good, man. That's good decision-making. And, and I like how you, I like how you kind of reference, Hey, you know, I'm not making a whole bunch of phone calls and asking for advice on, or, or experience on, uh, you know, should I scramble my eggs? You know, I don't know why anybody would not scramble eggs really, but you know, anyhow, you know, so, so, you know, we don't need to, we don't need to go to the extreme of saying, Hey, you know, what should I make for breakfast? But you bring up a really good point, man. And I think it's really cool is that, um, or we can get trapped in this kind of like, like self-will with our thoughts and this, in this manifestation of our addiction, right? and our thoughts of like, hey, let me consume this. Let me run after this 100 miles an hour. Let me consume this, and it could be something like you, like you're talking about, maybe buying a vehicle. It could be, you know, it, it doesn't matter, you know, whatever it is. But and 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 you're doing the right thing, man. You, you talk to some people that you trust, right? That know you and that you know them. And 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 it's not like we're asking people for permission. It's just we're saying, hey, look, is my is my thinking sound? Is my reasoning sound? Is this logical? And we're each other's eyes and ears, right? And then people will call you and and, and do that, and you become a link in the chain when that happens. So, so yeah, man, I appreciate you 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 sharing that. So, um, and and good for you making your first as you were talking um, first adult decision. Like that happens as we stay clean and work on ourselves, bro so good good on you man
2: yeah absolutely and you know it's the benefit like one if if there's any listeners out there that just like are thinking to themselves like oh I can't wait to get to this point or, or whatever like I've been there I've been there sitting you know where everyone has been you know below me just coming in and just you know like it was told to me just you know just stay trust that you're in the right place because you know I know that, like you were saying, Douglas, that if I'm not clean, I don't even give myself a, a chance to make the right decision because I take yeah, my right. I, I take God's will directly out of it, and that's that's kind of the life I live today. No matter how, the, listen, the literature never once programs, uh, uh sorry, never promises us a fat bank account, an awesome job. You know, it doesn't it doesn't promise us that type of thing. It just it promises us a better way to live, and included in that is how, how I interpret it is like I'm, I'm happy, healthy, joyous, and free. You know, it doesn't mean that I'm not going to have good days and bad days, or I'm not going to be stressed or overwhelmed. But you know, no, I that's know, good stuff, bro. I know if I put that drug into my body, I, I take all of that away.
0: And mm, I, listen, mm,
2: that that pain and suffering sure. is still out there. You know, absolutely, a hundred percent. And if I make that choice, and I'm, I make the wrong choice which I have before because unfortunately relapse is part of my story and I can promise you from my personal experience, you know, it doesn't get any better. I know it's cliche, but Mm -hmm. you know, it just doesn't.
0: Kyle, we're on a transition now. I'm going to ask you one final question. i like to ask all the guests who come on. Uh, so, so you've been clean a year now and, um, uh, and and what you had just shared with relapse being part of your story. And so the experience that you have now, if you could sit down with Cal W with one day clean, one week clean, could could you share with us what you would pour into him?
2: Oh yeah, absolutely. I think that's a great question. I just tell him to just, you know, just take it a day at a time and slow down. You know, people in your life love you and want the best for you and don't discredit that the work that you've done. Um you didn't lose experiences. Um, reach out more. Be willing to be more vulnerable. You know, get a home group, get a sponsor quick. You know, work the steps, man, because that stuff keeps you clean. That stuff makes you feel better. That stuff makes you feel happy. You know, and just and just be happy and enjoy life. You know, enjoy the little things in life. Um, laugh more. You know, take trips, do things, man, experience life to the fullest, and definitely get a home group, get a sponsor, and work the steps.
0: Thank you all again for spending your time with us today on the Anonymous Podcast. I encourage you all to focus on that magic six-letter word, others, as we go out into the world. Stop by the Facebook page, fellowship with other guests, or send me a text. Let me know if you'd like to be a guest or if you have any ideas on future podcasts. Until next time, I'm your host, Douglas L. Namaste, and God bless.